Smells like football, baby. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome into the Fantasy Football Smackdown. I'm your host, Kyle August. You can follow me on Twitter at KyleMonth8. It is Thursday, February 17th, as of recording this. Coming at you just a day late this week due to uh, just some scheduling conflicts on my end. But appreciate you guys tuning in, as always. Offseason's here. Super Bowl's in the books. Congratulations to the Rams and all your fans out there. Uh, If you uh, achieved a Super Bowl victory as a fan, live it up for sure because this stuff doesn't come around very often as most of us can attest to. So on today's podcast, what I'm covering is my wish list for all 32 teams going through on what I would like them to do personally this offseason. This does take into account some players pending free agency, cap room uh, for some of these squads, as well as we take an early look ahead to 2022. So I'm going to cover all 32 teams quickly on this podcast today. So I appreciate uh you guys as always checking out this podcast but do not forget make sure you stay subscribed all off season tons of great content here uh, all the way from the rookie rundown to the dynasty war zone keeping the smackdown rolling uh every single week and the, and the war games show as well um that one's a ton of fun had a few of those guys on the super bowl preview show last week uh so if you haven't tuned into that be sure to do that and also don't forget about those five star reviews with that, let's just dive right into this. These are going in alphabetical order, I guess, is how I ended up doing this. So uh, let's start with the Arizona Cardinals. A lot of question marks with Kyler Murray uh, as far as hit the drama, I guess, uh, starting off the offseason. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins coming off a down year. And some pending free agents with Christian Kirk uh, and A.J. Green. But my wish list for the Arizona Cardinals, my one thing I would like the Cardinals to do is to let pending free agent Chase Edmonds walk and re-sign free agent James Conner, who had a really good season for the Cardinals this last season when it was a two-headed monster that was a little bit difficult for fantasy owners. Conner was seeing the goal line work. So I think even if they brought back Conner and added another piece, I still think Conner would be the lead back, but I think he could be even better if he was more of the only show in town. So I would love to see James Conner re-sign with Arizona Cardinals for the 2022 season. That's going to be one of the best landing spots for, for rookie running backs or free agent running backs. So keep an eye on the Cardinals. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons. This is another situation where their running game, while at times was really good for fantasy with Cordero Patterson, it was extremely frustrating as well, um, especially not knowing who was going to be that lead back early on in the season. So for me, my wish for the Atlanta Falcons, this was almost a Calvin Ridley related wish, uh, but for now, I want them to draft a day two running back. I want to see a round two uh, running back land in Atlanta uh, and give us some fantasy goodness there because that was one that I just didn't feel it was sustainable um, as far as heading into 2022. We really saw it kind of tail off even towards the end of the 2021 season. So I would like a day two running back for the Atlanta Falcons. All right, Baltimore Ravens, third team here. Uh, for me, my wish for them is that they don't make a splash at wide receiver. Hopefully Hollywood Brown um, is there, but I would like them just to kind of stay status quo with what they have as far as those weapons go. Uh, with Hollywood Brown out there on the outside, uh, Andrew's doing his work at the tight end position. I would love them to stay status quo at the wide receiver position, more for Bateman's sake. I would love to see what Bateman could do uh, healthy with Lamar for an entire season, uh, and I think that would be a good all the way around. It wouldn't overcrowd that situation either and could produce um, some great fantasy options for the Baltimore Ravens offense. Number three on this list, I'm going to stick, or sorry, number four is the uh, Buffalo Bills. We saw Gabe Davis score four touchdowns, which was ridiculous, 
in the playoff game. Uh, but with pending free agent Manuel Sanders looking like he's on his way out, potentially retiring, I would love for them just to kind of, similar to Baltimore, stay status quo. I think the weapons they have there are fine for Josh Allen's fantasy value. I think Gabe Davis would be an interesting fantasy option and dynasty option if he was given that role as kind of that number two uh, behind Stefan Diggs. So they're still going to have Cole Beasley in the slot, but I like Gabe Davis as a kind of a sleeper later round wide receiver option that you kind of plug and play as a wide receiver three if he was given the opportunity there in Buffalo. Next on this list is the Carolina Panthers. This team has a lot of issues, and that's because they don't have quarterback. Uh, so unfortunately, the way this kind of works out as far as the quarterback landscape, I tried as I went through these wish lists, I tried not to double up and just give every team that needs a quarterback to Sean Watson. That's a little too easy. So I did not give Carolina a quarterback on my wish list. What I did have them doing, if they can make it happen, is spending on signing Mike Gesicki this offseason. If he frees, if he gets out of Miami, I would love to see Carolina add a tight end option to this offense. You already have Christian McCaffrey there, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson um, at the receiver position, but they've had a gaping hole at tight end for a long time. So there. So uh, Mike Gesicki, that would be a huge target uh, and I think could help any quarterback there uh, in Carolina. So I would like to see Gesicki, who's for me, my number one free agent tight end, uh, land in Carolina, and I think there could be some really good fantasy value there. Next up, the Chicago Bears. Going back to the NFC, I'm a big fan of Justin Fields. Uh, do I think he is going to return what we thought maybe at the end of last year? Or sorry, at the uh, end of draft season? No, but uh, I still have high hopes for him, and I think the one way that the Bears can help themselves out is by giving this dude some weapons. Allen Robinson, for whatever reason, just not working out there for Chicago last season. Darnell Mooney did step up, but um, – and while I do think Cole Komet can be serviceable for sure, I want to see this team add two really solid veteran wide receivers to help this rookie QB or the second year QB out. I would love the Bears to sign Mike Williams, who's one of the best free agent wide receivers out there. And especially with due to injuries, he might be tops if you take uh, Devontae Adams off the board. Um, so Mike Williams is really close there. He's definitely a top five free agent wide receiver. And I'd be okay with him taking a shot at a slot option like Jameson Crowder. Uh, he's not overly uh, over the hill yet, especially for that position that he plays. So I think Jameson Crowder, Mike Williams would be two great ads. My wish for the Chicago Bears is add some wide receivers and specifically these two guys. So we'll see. Uh, next up on the list is Cincinnati uh, coming up just short in the Super Bowl. This offense is loaded with weapons and they're all locked in for 2022 outside of CJ Uzama. So what I would actually like to see is I would like to see Evan Ingram end up in Cincinnati. I think they could upgrade just a bit there at the tight end position and give Joe Burrow just one more weapon. Um, I still think that Jamar Chase and close behind him, T Higgins are, are pretty much locked and loaded. Um, do I think there's enough left over when you factor in Joe Mixon uh, for like a Tyler Boyd or tight end a uh, being a fantasy relevant option? Maybe not, but I think adding Evan Ingram to this offense would be a great fit for the Cincinnati Bengals from just the standpoint of giving Joe Burrow more weapons. So uh, I tried to stick to the fancy relevant position. So obviously I think as far as if we were looking at this from an offensive line perspective, maybe that would be something we hope Cincinnati does, but they have a lot of cap room. So don't be, if, don't be uh, surprised. I think if they go out and add another offensive weapon that maybe they didn't need, but they just have the ability to add right now. So I could see Ingram maybe taking like a Gerald Everett type deal, kind of a one year prove it thing. And I'd be cool with that. Um, as far as from a fantasy perspective. All right, moving on to the Cleveland Browns, uh, sticking in Ohio. 
Baker Mayfield's probably going to be the guy there for 2022. A lot of question marks around this offense, though, that didn't produce a lot of fantasy points. I don't want to mess with the running back position right now from a fantasy perspective. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go the route of giving Baker some more weapons, similar to that Justin Fields uh, scenario played out there. So who am I going to give the Cleveland Browns? I think that they have enough cap space where they could sign two impactful wide receivers. So I'm going to give them Christian Kirk and Will Fuller. Uh, Fuller obviously coming off a super disappointing season. He took the one-year deal in Miami. He's out. Um, he signed $10 million, I believe, last year. So I think you can get him for even cheaper than that uh, in 2022. So I know that those guys might not be super sexy themselves for fantasy purposes if they end up in Cleveland. But I think overall, just make this offense better and help Baker Mayfield hopefully be a, a quarterback too for Superflex Leagues. So in Cleveland, I want Will Fuller, Christian Kirk. That's my wish list for the Browns. Moving on to the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, this is an offense that is going to lose uh, not their top wide receivers, but uh, their third, fourth, and fifth options at the receiver position. And Dalton Schultz, the tight end, uh, is on his way out as well, potentially due to free agency. Now, the Cowboys don't have a ton of cap room here. Uh, so really, my wish for them is to not get rid of Amari Cooper. He does have a team-friendly deal, quote-unquote, to be able to move on from him. But I think Cooper's still a vital part of this offense and someone that they really need. Um so with keeping Kellen Moore as their offensive coordinator, keeping that intact, I'd love to see Amari Cooper stay in Dallas. Don't move on from that. Find cap relief elsewhere. And I'd like them to sign Cedric Wilson. I know I like Michael Gallup a lot. There's some question marks about his availability to start the season due to him not even having his um, ACL surgery until a little bit later than most expected. But I think Cedric Wilson would be a fine option just to keep this offense at a high level um, as far as like the weapons there. Um, he, Cedric Wilson won't be a primary option for fantasy owners. Uh, but but Amari Cooper being in town would definitely give us hope um, to have uh, multiple wide receivers for this Cowboys, at least be in the top 24. Next up, the Denver Broncos. This is where the domino falls. I want Deshaun Watson on a fantasy team, on a team next year, playing in the NFL, and I would love it to be in Denver. Uh, Denver has enough cap room. They should be able to make this happen if they can get the deal done with Houston Texans. Now, them trading to another fellow AFC opponent, Maybe a little bit tougher sell, but uh, man, I just Denver is the one spot that I really want to see a quarterback go. I want them to address this position. Deshaun Watson going to the Denver Broncos would be my number one thing, maybe amongst all of these wishes, to be honest. Um, but I think that would give us a, a huge boost to the trio of wide receivers that we now know are going to be in Denver, not to mention the tight ends that are there. Um, I know a lot of people would prep for Denver. If they had one wish, they would probably say, please let Melvin Gordon leave um, for the Javante Williams uh, fans out there. But I think more importantly for fantasy owners, we want to see these wide receivers, you know, Sutton and Judy uh, and Tim Patrick be relevant. And I think if you get a stud quarterback, it can do that now that all three of them are confirmed going to be in Denver in 2022. Next up, the Detroit Lions go back to the NFC. Uh, I want them to add a wide receiver here. I still think there's room when you, even if you consider Amon Ross St. Brown a fantasy relevant player, uh, when you tack him on with DeAndre Swift and Hawkinson, hopefully bouncing back uh, in 2022. So for me, the wide receiver that I chose to give the Detroit Lions is Juju Smith Schuster. Uh, I think this is something you get on the cheap. It gives them another weapon uh, to Jared Goff. And this was an offense that just lacked that. St. Brown coming on at the end of the season was great. So I think right now just one wide receiver could do it to make more of these guys fantasy relevant. So, um, and as a person who owns Juju in far too many leagues, I would love to see him get the opportunity to at least be uh, the number two guy in that offense. So um, Juju Schuster to the Lions. So we'll see. 
Next up, Green Bay Packers staying in the NFC North. Uh, my wish for them is to keep Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams in Green Bay. Uh, the Adams, I think if he goes anywhere, uh, he will not be as productive. He is a great wide receiver. Don't get me wrong. He's going to be top five no matter where he goes, but I think you could move him off of that wide receiver one range if he doesn't have Aaron Rodgers and if he leaves Green Bay uh, as far as the number one uh, wide receiver. So um, for redraft ranking. So I, I love the combination. I wanted to stay intact for a couple more years. Let's see it. Houston Texans. This is one that you could pretty much come with a wish for every single one of these fancy relevant positions. Um, so it all comes down to resources for right now. I would at least like to see the Houston Texans draft a running back on day two, um, round two, round two, round three, <clears throat> sorry, would be a great option, uh, for them from a fancy perspective. This would probably give you a Michael Carter feel heading into 2022 redraft leagues, right? A running back that was drafted with decent draft capital, but on an offense, you really don't want to touch. But that that player could produce good value as far as where you can get him on draft day and what he could return in fantasy points. I think it's a wide open backfield, not one that you would potentially really want. Uh, but I'm still going Houston Texans, getting a running back and hopefully adding another body to the landscape. Indianapolis, a lot of talk about Carson Wentz. I know that he didn't have what they expected him to do, what he expected him to do in 2021. But I just don't really see enough available options that are going to give you a better shot than Carson Wentz right now. So for fantasy purposes, I still like what I saw last year, obviously on Jonathan Taylor, but Michael Pittman as well. If they could just keep Carson Wentz there, I'm totally fine with this offense kind of staying status quo, but we will see. This is a decision that Indy's going to have to make pretty quick. So we're going to know this well in advance of having to make a lot of decisions for dynasty. Jacksonville, uh, Trevor Lawrence, baby, kind of similar to how I mentioned with Justin Fields. I want to see Trevor Lawrence get um, some more weapons. Um, and specifically, I would love them to throw a crap ton of money at Chris Godwin. Uh, Godwin is pro probably, again, you know, as far as uh, due to injury, this it kind of takes a hit to this free agent class of the wide receivers. When you talk about Godwin and Gallup and OBJ all getting hurt. So Godwin with the injury, maybe he tries to figure out a way to maybe just get a one year deal. But I think regardless, um, when he got injured, it's going to be tough for him to maybe bounce all the way back in year one. That ACL, we saw Cooper Cup put up a decent year um, and his way back. He he had that injury a little bit earlier than what Godwin did. So 2022 is going to be tough for Chris Godwin. But with Tom Brady now retired, I think Jacksonville, as much as it seems weird, would be great for his fantasy value still, but also really help Trevor Lawrence. And that's what I'm trying to do here. So my wish is for the Jacksonville Jags to sign Chris Godwin. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. All right. Kansas City. This is a team that needs... Uh, a secondary weapon, a lot of the, or I guess a third weapon at this point, but a secondary weapon at the wide receiver position. A lot of these things that I'm mentioning here today are focused kind of on 2022 redraft, but I think this is also dynasty relevant as well. Travis Kelsey's not getting any younger because none of us are, but he's definitely getting up there just a bit. He hasn't lost a step yet, but we know that decline sometimes can drop off quick. Tyree kills, obviously a beast, but they, they don't really have a ton of weapons behind him that you really like from a fancy perspective. I would love the Chiefs to draft a round one, day one wide receiver. Um, let's get a solid option there. That means I got to trade up a little bit to get them. Let's see it. Otherwise, with this draft not being super top heavy, hopefully they can get an impact player at the wide receiver position through the draft. So I went a little cheat there. I didn't give them a free agent signing. I said draft the wide receiver on day one. We're going to stay in the AFC West, and we're going to go to Vegas uh, with the Raiders. This was a scenario that I actually kind of hope that they don't make a splash. 
I think what they have right now is fine. Sounds like they're going to give Derek Carr way too much money. Josh Jacobs should still be good there with new head coach Josh McDaniels. Um, hopefully, maybe even getting him even more involved in the passing game. Uh, but for me, I kind of like what they have. Um, Brian Edwards, you know, is is he ever going to be a thing? Who knows? Zay Jones is a pending free agent. We saw a great season from Hunter Renfro. So I kind of want the receivers to stay intact because I want to see Darren Waller get back to what he was doing um, in 2020. So for me, I think don't make a splash at wide receiver would be my wish uh, for this offense. Kind of leave things status quo and let's see how it goes. So uh, for the Raiders, that's what that's what my hope is. But we will see. Going to move to L.A. We're going to start with the Chargers. Um, this is another scenario where I'm kind of hoping that they don't make the move that some people expect them. And for me, that is letting Mike Williams walk. Um, if they let Mike Williams walk, I, I like what I saw out of Palmer um, and some of those secondary options there. Now, I know that doesn't necessarily bode well, potentially, when you're making the argument that, hey, Herbert should be a top quarterback option and he loses a really good weapon in Mike Williams. But um, whether you think Palmer is the Williams replacement or the Keenan Allen replacement, I have a lot of Josh Palmer. So I kind of want to see this kid get the opportunity. Uh, and I think that Williams could go somewhere else, still be fantasy relevant and give us a very talented um, option there in LA paired with a supremely talented quarterback. So for me, my wish for the charges is to let Mike Williams go, but we'll see. Uh, go into the defending champs, uh, the Rams. This one might've been a different wish uh, a week ago, but due to the injury, OBJ, I would prefer that he went somewhere else in 2022. Robert Woods, obviously, same injury happening much earlier in the season. He should be able to be return to return and be an option for this offense. I think that kind of keeps everything status quo for the Rams, and I'm good with that. Let OBJ go, figure out if he can be productive in the second half of the season, potentially somewhere else, uh, and leave the Rams as kind of that one-two punch with Cup and Woods along with the running backs. Going to Miami. Uh, this is a scenario that we saw last year. They did not have a running back in place most of the season. Super frustrating for fantasy owners. So this is where I'm going to put Leonard Fournette uh, with, again, Tom Brady retiring. That changes kind of the landscape for the Bucks. And I think Fournette has, he took his his cheap deal. He can probably get some money somewhere else. Uh, and in this offense now and how they're going to potentially change things just a bit, um, I would like to see Fournette kind of be the lead back, given the reins and, and have them actually invest in this position a bit. Um, as far as bringing in somebody that's much better than what they were dealing with last year. So I'd like to see Leonard Fournette in Miami in 2022. Minnesota. Now, this one is a team that's in cap hell. Um, so I'm not sure they're going to be able to make too many additions. So this is another scenario where I hope they let people walk. Conklin's a free agent there uh, in Minnesota. Irv Smith obviously got injured way early in the, in the, in the season, um, in preseason. So I think for me, I would love to finally be able to see Irv Smith be given the uh, uh, the opportunity to, to be the lead tight end option for the Vikings. So for me, my wish for the Vikings is don't add a tight end. Let it be. Irv Smith, Thielen, obviously Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook. Um, I think this offense is going to be super fantasy relevant, so I don't want it to be too crowded there in the tight end room. All right, uh, next up is the New England Patriots. This one's interesting um, because the running back room's a little crowded. There's two good options there. We got Mac Jones, but this isn't going to be a high-powered offense, and they just lost their offensive coordinator. So um, what are we what are we doing with this team? Jacoby Myers is a free agent. They added tight ends last year, so you're not going to go there. So I'm going to get him a wide receiver. And for me, I'm going to give him OBJ. Uh, he was close to signing there last offseason. This is a guy that they can bring in, um, and they hope, obviously, to have playoff aspirations. So this is a team that doesn't need him to produce right away going back off that injury. 
So I want him to have a wide receiver. So from now, I'm going to give him Odell Beckham Jr. But I think my wish for this team is going to change a few times through the offseason. All right. Next up, another team that's really tough to, to gauge right now is the New Orleans Saints. Uh, they don't have any quarterbacks pretty much. Uh, they have no – their head coach obviously resigned <laughs> after the season. So this is going to be a much different-looking Saints team in 2022 and beyond. But mainly my wish for this team is that Alvin Kamara – uh, that we get some positive news on his situation. Now, the initial report's obviously not good. Um, as a recording this, don't really know what the whole story is on that. But um, if it ends up that, you know, maybe he didn't have that level of involvement that he that was initially kind of said, those details come out and it's not as bad for AK, then hopefully maybe it's just a game or two um, because it's a top fantasy running back and love to see him on the field doing his thing. All right. A uh, few more here. We got the New York Giants. This is a team that's also in cap hell, uh, but they have a lot of good weapons. They're going to lose Evan Ingram probably. Saquon Barkley should be hopefully back to full strength. And they added they had a ton of receivers in that room that you know I'd like. Um, so my biggest thing is I, I my wish would be I guess that uh, Dan Jones takes the step. But for me, I was trying to like have you know have something uh, added to this offense. So. The quarterbacks available in free agency are not great. Um, maybe And maybe the Giants draft somebody with this new regime. Um, but for me, if they don't go and draft somebody, a lower and cheaper option, especially with a team that's in the cap difficulties that the Giants are, would be Marcus Mariota. I would like to see them just get somebody else behind Daniel Jones so they have the ability to pull that plug if they need. And we're not sitting there watching Mike Glennon throw or chuck the ball up in the air to, to Kenny Galladay. So I want to see Marcus Mariota in that offense. I think that would be interesting. Um, and could be something that Dable could maybe install some of the things that we saw from Josh Allen. Now, I think Dan Jones could see a boost, and we're going to go over some of the coaching changes things here um, in a couple of weeks. But for me, Marcus Mariota would be a cheap option, not super sexy, but could be one that fantasy owners don't like at first, but may like by, by week eight when they make the quarterback switch potentially. Um, moving on to the other team in New York, we're going to go with the Jets. And for me, don't make a splash at running back. Michael Carter, uh, was really good for fantasy, especially when you consider what was going on around him. I liked his involvement in the passing game. I would like them to kind of stay status quo there in New York with the Jets. Don't make a splash. Um, you can add, you're going to lose Jameson Crowder, but you still got more Corey Davis there. Um, maybe you had a tight end. That would be, could be interesting. But for me, I think for fantasy purposes, I'd like to see Michael Carter stay intact. So we'll see. Uh, next up is the Philadelphia Eagles. This is another team that I would like to not go out there and add a wide receiver. Uh, I think when you're looking at Rager, it's, it is what it is with him. If he hits, if he's able to overcome it, that's great. But with Smith and with Goddard, and especially when the quarterback is Jalen Hurts, I don't know that they want too many weapons here tied to Jalen Hurts' arm. I think those two guys, Smith and Goddard, can still be fantasy relevant and be very solid at their position, especially Goddard. But I don't want them to add another name, a decent name that we would love to see somewhere else, go to the Eagles and then not really get the production that they need and or take away production from players that we do really need from a fantasy and dynasty perspective. Pittsburgh Steelers, um, staying in Pennsylvania. My hope, my wish for them is to sign Jameis Winston. Uh, I would love to see him in uh, in Pittsburgh, uh, tied there with Chase Claypool. I think that would be just money uh, for dynasty and fantasy purposes to see Jameis paired with a guy of his size and his ability to go up and get it. And obviously, you know, uh, what we saw from Deontay Johnson over the last few years, those targets, uh, have been awesome. I think you could see kind of a Godwin, um, Mike Evans, you know, scenario in Pittsburgh when you're talking about that 
kind of underneath route runner, just really good receiver all the way around with Johnson. And then that big time playmaker on the outside in Chase Claypool. So we've also seen Jameis use his tight ends a lot as well. Um, so I think prep Fryermuth, that would be really interesting uh, to see Jameis in Pittsburgh. So um, time will tell on that one. But if I had to pick a spot for my QB one, as far as the free agents go, true free agents, not the Russ or Rogers or Watson, then Jameis Winston landing in Pittsburgh would be my best, uh, my best wish for the Steelers in 2022. San Francisco, this one's simple. Um, I like what they got at the running back position. Tight end wide receivers are solid. Don't add anybody else there to, to start sucking up more attention. Trey Jimmy G. Let Trey Lance do his thing. Give this give the fantasy and dynasty community what they want. Trey Lance under center for 16, 17 games uh, running the ball. And I think you're looking at a top 12 quarterback in Trey Lance. Now, what does that do potentially to George Kittle? We'll talk about that. Brandon Ayuk, we'll talk about that. Um, if and when that happens. But for me, Trey Jimmy G, it sounds like it's it's a foregone conclusion. It's going to happen. Get what you can for him. And uh, let, let's see the uh, let's see the reins handed over to the young kid. Seattle going to stay with a quarterback. Three straight teams now talking court, quarterbacks. And I want them to keep Russell Wilson. Get this stuff taken care of. Keep him in town. I want to see Russell Wilson under center for the Seahawks. I think that's great for DK Metcalf. Tyler Lockett stays fantasy relevant because they're just kind of similar to Carson Wentz and the Colts. What, what are you going to get for Russ? What is going to make you a better team right now? Um, for fantasy purposes, that's what we're worried about. So keep Russell Wilson in Seattle. Tampa Bay, team going through transition, obviously, with the departure of Tom Brady. Chris Godwin, um, potentially on his way out as well, uh, if they're not able to re-sign him. Their cap situation isn't fantastic. Gronk, potential, probably gone as well um, on this team. You have a lot of free agents. I would like them to sign Chase Edmonds. Uh, he's a... Uh, running back that I do think has some fancy relevance to him. I think they can get him cheap, um, which would fit their cap situation. Ronald Jones and Fournette are free agents. So I think Tampa Bay could be a landing spot for a prime landing spot for a, for either a young running back out of the draft or a high end free agent signing. So give me Chase Edmonds to the Bucks. Last two Tennessee Titans, uh, last AFC team here. Uh, this is a team now with Julio Jones, not doing what he was supposed to do last year. They probably could look to sign, a wide receiver, and that would be helpful for Ryan Tannehill. Um, but for me, um, I would like to see Dalton Schultz land here. This is a situation where I think that there's tight end um, production to be had. Uh, I don't know that Schultz is going to be returning to the Cowboys. He's gone for a really good year. So I think Schultz could still be fantasy relevant if he landed up landed in a situation where he can be the tight end one. And I think the Titans are that team. Last but not least, the Washington Commanders, I guess, is what we're rolling with. Um, but the football team is looking for a quarterback, and I would like this to be the destination for Jimmy G. Um, it's not sexy, um, but I do think that having Jimmy G under center is going to rise the passing options for this team um, compared to what we saw last year. Heineke at times uh, was able to get it done, but I would love to see Washington land a quarterback to get Terry McLaurin the football, to get some of these weapons figured out on this offense. So, there you have it. 32 wishes for 2022. A wish for every single team. Hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what you thought about these. If you have any of your own uh, that came to mind, uh, love to hear them. As we are going to get closer, we're going to be doing some, uh, again, highlighting some of the coaching changes from uh, this offseason. We're going to be doing free agency preview and review, draft content, tons of great stuff coming at you here on the SmackDown. So appreciate you guys tuning in. As a reminder at the top, five-star reviews if you like what you hear. Make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast, and I will be back here next week. I'll talk to you guys later. See ya.